Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on 7-Minute Torah. I have a very important question to ask you. Here we are one month into the new year. Have you fulfilled all of your New Year's resolutions yet? Just kidding. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves at this time of year. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to cut out all carbs. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to transform my career, read a book every two weeks, and of course, watch less TV. Which might explain why about a month into the year we're sitting on our couches eating ice cream out of the container and re-watching Homeland for the fourth time while trying not to think about all those New Year's resolutions. I'm exaggerating, of course. I've only watched Homeland three times. The point is, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be our best selves, to make changes, and often to do it relatively quickly. This week's Torah portion actually relates to that in an unexpected kind of way. We're reading this week from Bishalach, which is the portion that tells about the Israelites' exodus from slavery in Egypt. This week is also known as Shabbat Shirah, the Sabbath of Song, because the high point of this portion is the song that our ancestors sang as they passed through the Red Sea into freedom. Mi chamocha ba'elim Adonai, who is like you, O God? It's a well-known part of the daily and Shabbat service that celebrates freedom and redemption. But the portion doesn't begin with a song. It begins with a journey. When Pharaoh let the people go, it says, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, even though it was nearer. Now, here's what you need to know. There is a long way and a short way to get from Egypt to Israel. The short way is along the coast. You kind of hug the Mediterranean Sea the entire way. It's maybe 500 kilometers. You could walk it in a couple of weeks. In ancient times, that road was known as Derech Eretz Plishtim, the Way of the Philistines. That name gives us a little hint about why the Israelites didn't take that route. God was afraid, and it says this, that they might have a change of heart, that they might want to return to Egypt when they saw the possibility of war with the Philistines. That makes sense. That path was far more dangerous. It led right through the heart of Philistine territory, and so the people avoided it. Simple enough, right? But it's not so simple. There were still lots of good reasons to take that shorter path. Not least that it was a two-week walk instead of a 40-year walk, which is what they ended up doing on their wilderness route. So some of the commentators think that there's more to the story. And here, the grammar nerds are really going to appreciate what's going on, because it turns out there is one word in that verse that has two different meanings, and depending on which meaning you choose, it completely changes the meaning of the whole story. The word is ki. We translated it earlier as although, or even though, as in, God did not lead them by the way of the Philistines, even though it was the nearer route. But the Hebrew word ki actually more commonly means because, which yields a completely different translation. God did not take us by the coastal route because it was nearer, because it was the shorter route. So what? We were supposed to take the long way? We had to wander in the desert for 40 years instead of a quick two-week jaunt from Egypt to Israel? 
How does that make sense? This is from the Eitz Chaim commentary. It says the long route was necessary for the Israelites to develop the qualities that they would need to settle the promised land. Think about it. There was a serious transformation that needed to take place between Egypt and Israel. They were slaves, disorganized and weak, and they needed to be a well-organized, militarily savvy nation. And even more importantly, they needed to shed their slave mentality to learn how to think as free people. They needed laws and structures and a way of life, a sense of national cohesiveness. You can't do that in two weeks. It took 40 years of wandering. It took receiving the Torah, fighting battles, setting up a system of courts. It took giving birth to a whole new generation to get the people ready for their next challenge. So as much as it may have been tempting to try to get to the promised land as quickly as possible, if we had gone the short way, we very likely wouldn't have been up to the task when we got there. We might have failed or given up or, as the Torah portion says, wanted to return to Egypt, which I suppose is the biblical equivalent of sitting on your couch, eating ice cream and watching Homeland and trying to ignore your New Year's resolutions. Of course, that's exactly the lesson about our New Year's resolutions, about those goals we set for ourselves and the changes that we want to make. You can't actually do them quickly. They require planning and thought and support structures to be put into place. We live in a society that teaches us to do things the quick and easy way. Just drink that shake. Just take that pill. But the lesson of this Torah portion seems to be that sometimes the longer way is better. Because the long way is the path that allows for transformation. Becoming our best selves means wandering in the desert, which is another way of saying putting one foot in front of the other, trying and failing and learning as we go. They say that the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. I wonder if the Israelites understood as they took those steps through the sea that they were at the beginning of a journey that would transform not only them, but the entire world. Maybe or maybe not. I think they were probably concerned with trying to get the heck out of Egypt as fast as possible. And we can understand their impatience. But we also understand in hindsight how transformative that journey was. How taking the long way helped them become better versions of themselves. And we can know the same thing when we look at our own lives, our own goals, our own resolutions, our own journeys. We can know that even though it seems like it's taking an awfully long time to get to the promised land, whatever that means for us, that this step, this moment in the journey is in fact moving us forward. And that's what matters most right here and right now. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment. And please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.